a 280. Okay. So how about this mini-sode? How about this? It's a mini-sode. How yes. about it? How how about this? I'm Alan Dempsey. And I am Rafiq Shaheen. In the next 20 minutes, we're going to solve all of my relationship problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Because if the past 30 years have taught you uh-huh. anything, is yeah. that it can be solved in 20 minutes. Clearly. <laughs> so... I'm not even going to go into the details of this relationship I'm in because well, okay. <laughs> they're let, dumb. Let, let, <laughs> let, let's start off with what type of relationships do That's, you get into? Well, hang on. <laughs> let, me, let me take you down that path, and then you can start grilling me. So <clears throat> the thing that I'm in right now, something happened last night, and it occurred to me that this always happens some version of this always happens the cycle repeats yes meaning there's something about me that i keep getting drawn into this Mm -hmm. there's something about the women i'm attracted to or there's something about that old thing that i don't even like pretending is real about men or women are i'm so (laughs) sick of that conversation okay i don't i certainly yeah one has this hormone and the other one has that hormone. That makes differences. I understand that. There are penises <laughs> and vaginas. Right. I understand that this hormone makes you more prone to aggression and this hormone, like, yes, obviously. But the whole, like, we operate differently. Fuck that shit. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so imagine you go to... Say the name of an interest, something that people like doing. Skateboarding. Skateboarding. You go to skateboardersmeet.com and you connect over your passion of skateboarding and you spend time talking about skateboarding mm-hmm. and the things you want to do together. I want to go to this skate park and I want to go to that skate show. Is that a thing? Skate sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to do something extreme with two X's. And uh, and then as time goes on, because you know you're 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 meeting under the superficial circumstance, right? Our mutual interest in the thing, and then of course over time the relationship deepens, and it becomes less about that superficial, you know, mm-hmm. farmersmeet.com, right? And then here's here's where I always end up some version of this, okay, which is. As I get closer to the person and get more invested in them as a person, all of that foundational shit starts to go away. Okay. Like, well, I'm not really interested in skateboarding anymore. And I don't want to play Tony Hawk. And I don't want to go to the skate park. And eventually I find myself going, well, shit. <laughs> I, am, I am now invested in this person mm-hmm. on a human one-on-one level but I'm not getting any of the foundational shit that this was supposed to be built on. Mm-hmm. The, the initial thing that attracted you right. is not being met anymore. Yes. And then I go, well, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And so this is where the analogy is getting away from me because fuck skateboarding. I mean, this has happened to me the number of times I've met women. This is what happens to me. They fill my head. You're the best. I want to move in with you. I want to, whatever. 
right. emotional love shit. I want that too. Then I get invested and little by little, all of that stuff starts getting pulled away. Well, I'm not really sure if I want to move in. Oh, well, I'm not really not sure if I want to move in. Really? And then at some point I find myself standing there and going, well, I don't even know what relationship I'm in now. Right. <laughs> so this conversation is even better on my end because I know, <laughs> I know what the metaphor is about. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you should put it out there for the audience, but that's just me. Look, anyway, I, I uh, often meet women under some version of a kink, whatever. Right. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so only on farmersmeet.com, uh, yes. by the way. That's, that's we what, love our farmer tools. Right. Uh, oh, those dirty hoes. Anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Anyway. Um, so tell the audience, just so when we get into this, we can better understand, what type of woman do you typically find yourself attracted to that this keeps on happening? So... <laughs> like what what emotional connection uh -huh. are you making with this person yeah. that inspires you to be like I'm in love for when it her to start going like well I don't like to do x y and z anymore for you to be like well I don't know what I'm fucking doing here So then. yes uh therapist thank you for asking that Yeah I definitely for reasons I don't understand I tend to attract and be attracted to women who need emotional support. Mm -hmm. And I am there to be servant emotional support man. And then what invariably happens is I emotionally support them to the point where they don't fucking need me anymore. And then it just becomes like, and then again, if, especially if you're talking about in some kind of kink context, well, now that I'm hitting this better emotional place, I don't think I'm really interested in the kink anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, okay, I was servant boy, maybe even as part of the kink, but now that you, I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, you are losing what your role yes. in the relationship is. Right. And not only that, but it's the thing that brought us together. You know, we both went to punchecheotherintheeye.com because we like punching each other's in the eye. And now it's like, well, I'm not sure if I like punching you in the eye. And I'm like, well, then I don't know what I'm doing here. It's a very selective website. You have, yeah. to, you have to match and then you have to be like, are you into brown eyes? Right. Are you into blue well, eyes? Well, yeah. And then there's open hand versus closed fist. Right? It's, a, it's a whole world. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really have time to get into it. Um... So this is, okay, three things before I get into this, right? One, I'm saying this is your friend. Two, I'm saying this in a very broad spectrum way. So yeah. this is as much about you as it is anyone in that situation. Sure. And three, obviously I am not the healthiest person when it comes to relationships. So I am totally willing to admit that I am full of shit when I say this. But... <clears throat> I think the problem you're running into, and I'm using this as an obtuse metaphor, but I think the problem is that you are Millhouse in this situation. Okay. You keep on finding somebody who is essentially in a vulnerable situation, right? You think if I provide them with this emotional connection, they have to respect me, right? That they have to 
we met underneath this context. We both agree with these things. Obviously, you know, by your own admission, they need emotional support. So if I pour out all this emotional support and give it to them, uh, obviously they have to stay with me. Things will never change. And then you hit the point where they're better. Right. Right. They, 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 are, they have enough emotional support now. They, they found it in you and or someone else or multiple someone else's. I'm not sure how that whole lifestyle goes, quote, unquote. <laughs> and I think the issue, at least from the way you're describing it, <clears throat> is that you need to, like, you need to be, like, you tend to be very on point about what you require from a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem is, is that you start off with that as a solid basis, but you do not reinforce that on a routine basis. That is where I probably disagree because the the situation I got in last night that got tense was a reinforcement thing. It was me going, I'm sure that I didn't handle it well, and I'm sure that I probably came at it with some aggression that I shouldn't have. But once that smoke kind of cleared and I realized that wasn't going anywhere, Mm -hmm. it came down to me going, okay, so give me a baseline of what to expect. Because, Because you have filled my head for however many months of what we both wanted out of this. And little by little, all of that it keeps getting backpedaled. So, so get, I, I put the line in the sand. What what do you want from me? So I get that part, but what I'm saying what I'm saying is by reinforcement is reinforcing what you want because in that in the situation you're describing to me, I go, you're putting the onus on them to draw the line in the sand mm-hmm. as opposed to you drawing the line in the sand. So that gets, okay, and that's where it gets complicated. And that's where we have 10 more minutes to finish all of my relationship <laughs> problems. So early on, when you meet someone new, it's really easy to cut and run. Mm-hmm. Be like, this isn't going the way I want it to go, I'm out. At some point, I, I, I shouldn't universalize it. Maybe this is my character flaw. But at some point, I get invested in the person. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, this isn't going the way I wanted it to or the way I was told it was going, but I'm in it now. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm also a huge fan of boundaries, and I'm a huge fan of if you tell me you don't want to, then I go, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be the one to try to negotiate you out of that. You don't want to. You said you don't want to. That's what it is. Yes. You know, so once I'm invested, Mm -hmm. once they've got me, (laughs) once they've kind of got a clue that I ain't going anywhere, that's when the rugs start getting pulled out from underneath me. See, and in my, and again, if I, let me, let me rewind this a little bit to say how I would handle that situation Mm -hmm. because if I, and again, this is just me with my own fucked up relationships, but when I get into that situation and someone starts trying to pull the rug out from underneath me, I go, Oh no, 
I already told you this rug needed to stay here. <laughs> right. So if you can't handle that, I'm more than willing to get off the rug so you can have it. Right. But guess what? You're not taking me with it. <laughs> and I definitely, I, I definitely, I can't argue with your Millhouse analogy in that <laughs> right. way. Right. Because I, I don't let myself get walked on until I do. Meaning... I stay strong in my boundaries and my needs and my wants until I'm invested. Right. And at that point I go, well, fuck, I'm invested. And I can't tell if it's even the, the fact that I'm asking this is probably the answer, but I don't know if it's a genuine investment in what's actually happening and being plugged into that. Or if it's the, uh, oh, I already lost it. The, the sunk cost fallacy. Is that what it's right. called? Yeah. I'm sure it's a little of both. Where you put so much time and you're like, I got to keep this afloat because <laughs> right. we've been together six months. Right. It's got to. Right. Know. I definitely, I think sunk cost is a is a part of my decision making there. But then also it's like, also, well, I'm in it now. Yeah. You I, know? I mean, so here's the thing. It's like relationships always require some compromise. Like there's, sure. there, there's always a natural give and take to relationships and how they function. But at the same point in time, you know, there's always a thing, especially when it comes to romantic entanglements where, and I know this always sounds bad when you say it out okay. loud, but where you have to go, is this valuable to me? Sure. Is, is spending, would you rather spend six months with a person who then goes, all the things I wanted out of this relationship have completely changed, and here's my new laundry list. Right. Right? You have to look at that moment and go, is this relationship valuable enough to me that these new things are worth putting up with the extra time, effort, or change? Right. Or do you go, these new interests... Don't align with mine, so fuck it. I'm out. I would rather spend another six months trying to find somebody who does match my interests. Yeah, mm -hmm. because going back to the original analogy, you go, I'm into skateboarding. I love skateboarding. I love playing Tony Hawk. And then one day she goes, I hate all this now. I hate Tony Hawk. I never want to skateboard again. I only want to play the cello. And you go, I don't fucking like the cello. <laughs> right. So guess what? You can go play cello, but I will not be there playing cello with you. And if you're okay with that, then we can continue to cohabitate in this situation. Or we can both mutually go out and find somebody who likes our respective interests. Well, and also... At some point, I'm going to learn. <laughs> At some point, the 43-year-old said, I'm going to learn that uh, that that ain't going to be the first time that happens. Right. <laughs> you know, this person's going to do this every six months. Right. In and, some way, you know. And that's, a, you know, people grow and change and they evolve or whatever. And, you know, people aren't static. What you like in Tony Hawk now right. may not be why you like Tony Hawk six months from now, or you may decide you no longer like Tony Hawk. Well, okay, so let's you uh, let's <laughs> attempt to unravel this in four minutes. It is my experience that 
everything we're saying would be unacceptable on the other side. Meaning what they are drawn to in me is the steady, stable staticness. Right. And they are not going to be happy if I'm knocking over card tables, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like, so what's going on there? Is that a man woman thing? Is that a society thing? Is that just I'm attracted to crazy bitches thing? What is that? I, I think I think knowing what your actual thing is. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think I think that's kind of the nature of the people you attract because the that particular subset of people like that kind of solid static individual. They like they like to have somebody who's their rock. Sure. Because that way they can bounce off the walls and do whatever crazy thing and then go, oh, shit's fucked up. Quick, let me go find Tony Hawk <laughs> <laughs> and and lay my head on his shoulders and he will make every skateboarding uh, skateboarding fantasy come real. Right. You know, and I, I think that's just one of those things in which I, by and large, in this context, I think part of the issue that you may be experiencing is you just need to accept that that's, that's who they are. That's that type of person that you are attracted to so, has that kind of behavior. Right. So you can either find somebody who hits some of your boxes, but not all of your boxes, and understand hey, in six months, you're probably going to change once you realize I am your rock. So just getting ahead of the curve, you know. Here's the four things I can't do without. Right. <laughs> no matter, <laughs> you kick up as much dust as you need in all these other 17 areas, but I'm I'm here for these four things. Right, like that, they got to be met. If they're not, I'm out. I'm yeah, sorry. That's actually a really, like 20 minutes. I knew we could do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 18. <laughs> That was great. I had another question, but it doesn't even matter anymore. I'm hitting stop. That was perfect. Everything we do matters. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of So How About This. Whatever you are using to listen, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, hit whatever extra button they make you push these days. On Twitter, you can find us at So How About This One. The words are so how about this, followed by the number one. Leave us some beautiful comments there. Ask us questions. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, let us know. We'll bring it up while we record, and uh, we'll see you next time.